there are two big figures uh, who aren't called Barry Fry in the modern history of Peterborough United. One wrote a book called From Hobby to Obsession that told about how, as a a real estate agent around Europe, uh, Darren made his fortune and then would follow football. He's a big Liverpool fan, isn't he, being an Irishman. And he alit upon Peterborough. I can't remember what attracted him to Peterborough. Was it Fry looking for a joint partner? I think it was... I don't know whether you remember the um, Big Ron Atkinson documentary yes big one manager the story is that dara saw that and uh, he'd he'd been looking at buying clubs i think he tried i think he tried to buy wimbledon before he bought bought us um ifc wimbledon but obviously they weren't interested because of because of their model um but yeah i think that was what he'd, he'd seen this and he, he thought there's a there's a club to get into it's obviously in a bit of turmoil at that time there were Looking, Peter Boizo, who who owned club at the time, was looking to sell, and uh, Dara came in, and everything changed from then on. You know, from we was we were a fourth division team. We'd been a fourth division team for four or five years after that because we got promoted in promoted division four in two thousand under Barry on a on the wettest Friday night you'd ever known at Wembley, beating Darlington in the playoff final. Barry, yeah, yeah, cause, yeah, that was yeah, because Barry came in and promised he'd get Peter out of the third division that season. He came in and he did. He took us down. So That's exactly uh, <laughs> the quotation that Kevin used. Yeah, I, I wanted to get him out of the, first, the third division. I did. Yeah, yeah, he did. He took us to the fourth. <laughs> but yeah, then obviously when Dara came in, everything changed. And this is where we started the uh, the model of getting in young, hungry players rather than players at the end of their career. Obviously, we did, mix, we did mix up with a few. There had to be a bit of experience in there as well. We had Micah Hyde and Dean Keats, who were brilliant players for us over those seasons and uh, brought half of the England C team, which is obviously the England non-league team. And we, we got players from the league, league below and brought them in and turned them into a, a brilliant team. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Wembley visit to the Football League Trophy Final 2014, you beat Chesterfield, Britt played. Yes. Can you name, firstly, the chap who was sent off and what he was sent off for, and then the other nine members of that team? Well, I can try. Joe Newell got sent off, because uh, I remember it was right in front of us. We were sat at the side, and uh, I, think he, I think he kicked Sam Morsey. I think that was the, uh, that was the uh, story. He got, he got a bit of retaliation in on, on Sam Morsey, I think. The rest of the team... Uh, Bobby Lesnick was in goal. Mm-hmm. Mark Little played. Uh, Sean Brisley played because he scored. Josh McCoy played because he scored. Yep. Asamba Longa scored, a pen- scored the penalty to make it 3-1. Uh, I'm trying to think who the rest of the team would have been that, around that time. Boswick would have played. Yep. Um, how many is that now? You need two centre-halves and two midfielders. Uh, Brisley would have been centre-half. Lloyd Isgrove came off the bench. I remember that. Mm-hmm. There is a a, cent- a defender who sounds like um, an estate agent. <laughs> sounds like an estate agent. Oh, Knight Percival. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, he played. Who else would have been playing about that time? Jack Payne. Did Jack Payne play? Uh, he didn't start. It may have no. been unused. I'm just trying to remember people who were wearing that white shirt. Josh McCoy. Uh, and McCoy and also Merck... Oh, Grant, oh, oh, how can I forget? Grant McCann. <laughs> right. Grant McCann was the captain. Okay. Oh, he'll, uh, I hope he doesn't listen to this. Yeah, I'll edit that bit out. No, I won't. 
he's someone who I've kept in touch with since because he's one of the ambassadors for the charity, and I've oh, kept super. in touch with him over the over the years, and obviously sent him a couple of texts over the last last couple of weeks. Congratulate congratulations! Him on, uh, once again, yeah. you won the league with Hull, who have a, a very yeah. fun chairman, uh, whom I'm sure he'll tell you loads of stories yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, Swanson uh, and Rowe were the other two. Ah, uh, yeah, Tommy Rowe. Yeah, Tommy Rowe was another good. Another good player for us who he uh, scored one of the goals in the um, playoff final at Old Trafford as well. So, Tommy, yeah, Tommy did. Tommy was a, a great player for us. Uh, Swanson, not so much. He came in with a lot of promise. I think he's back in Scotland now. So, that is the 11 who won the trophy at Wembley. I listened to a fascinating interview with Dara, and he said, Look, yeah. we, we expect in the accent, I'm not going to do, uh, but I remember it because he said, Third or fourth. We want to finish third or fourth, and if we're eight or ninth, that's not good enough. I think this may have been Fergie era number two, um, and was, he yeah. he dispensed with so many managers. So I just want you to tell me what went wrong with. Um, I'll leave Keith Alexander, um, who's passed yeah. away. Um, then came Fergie one. Mark Cooper lasted um, twelve games. Yeah, he was never really. Um, I think he came up too much he was a Kettering I think at the time we we employed him that, that season was just a really hard season and I think we were going down right from the right from the off really once uh, we just never really got going in, in the championship and uh, mm. but yeah Mark Cooper didn't didn't really we had the famous it's, it's probably his most famous game was uh, it was just after Christmas and uh, we were 4-0 down to Cardiff at half time. Apparently, you didn't even go into the dressing room at half time. He was expecting to be sacked, and uh, in the end, we we scored two goals in the last five minutes, and it was it finished four all. So uh, I think that's that's the most remembered game of Mark Cooper's. Uh, wow, never done. And uh, but he's obviously gone on. He's, he's obviously improved, and he, he, green. he was doing well at Forest Green. I think he he, he left there this mm-hmm. season, didn't he? But yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was too early in his career to be that high up. I think Jim Gannon, fourteen games, same problem. Jim Gannon, yeah. Jim Gannon, I think, was ahead of his time, really. Um, but again, it didn't it didn't work out. He tried to see Macau Smith out of the door. He didn't like Macau Smith. It was obviously. Uh, Scoring lots of goals, but he didn't. I don't think he fancied Macau Smith. But yeah, again, I thought he might stay at the end of the season. But obviously, I think whether he fell out with uh, Dara or what, I don't know what happened. But um, yeah, again, he, he saw us at the end of the season, and we got we got relegated at the end of that season. And I think Dara decided he wanted wanted a change after that. And that change was experience. Yet another Watford connection because Gary Johnson. I was in charge of the youth team at Watford. 33 games. I obviously expected to get Peterborough back into the second tier. Why did it not work? I think we were fifth or sixth when he got sacked. So we were obviously still in with a chance. And it was around just after Christmas, January, February. Maybe he went. I think there was a big falling out there with Dara from, from what I can gather. I think Dara was enjoying the, the Johnson style of football. And again, it was another, another thing where... Um, there were players who were who were really good players who weren't getting picked. Like Ryan Bennett, who's gone on to have a great career yeah. playing in the Premier League. Gary Johnson preferred to play Calvin Lumley, who's now somewhere very low down the tier over over Ryan Bennett. 
and uh, yeah, it just didn't. I don't think. I think it just didn't work out whether whether we would have got a promotion that season with um, Gary Johnson in charge. Who knows? But like I say, I think there'd been a bit of a fallout. Mm-hmm. And so, when all else fails, give Darren Ferguson a call again. More on him shortly. Uh, then Fergie left. Dave Robertson came in, which is I completely missed that. Um, what was his style yeah. of football like? Came in. Dave was the. Um, academy manager so he'd come and I think he'd, he'd been working as an assistant as well after that um, he had a brilliant start we, I think we won three three games in a row we were including a brilliant winner at Sheffield United on a Tuesday night which I remember really well it was a great night at Sheffield United he was probably promoted above his station maybe too early and didn't have the experience to deal with a great coach and great dealing with younger players, but obviously you got men in the dressing room, and uh, it's. Uh, I think it didn't work out with that. We lost a few games, and uh, it was a bit of a struggle towards oh. the end of his time. Was he then demoted? Did he return to the academy? I think he was offered, but he didn't. I think okay. he left. He, he was. He went over and managed um, in Ireland. Oh, what was the team called for a bit? Sligo. Graham Wesley came in, and he always comes in. Uh, he's kind of always waiting by the phone, uh, just in case. Uh, and that did that work? Did you get promoted? Uh, no, no. Again, he was started off well because Grant had been a uh, caretaker manager yeah. before Graham Wesley came in. So um, I think when we when we started well, because Grant had had a good time as uh, a caretaker manager, won three maybe I think he won three out of four games, and then Wesley came in and. He kept Grant's team and kept playing the Grant's way, but it was Wesley's. He's, he's obviously got that reputation. Not exciting football, which isn't the Peterborough way, really. I think that's another another one where um, he fell out with fell out with Dower. The football wasn't good. Um, no, he didn't get promoted. promoted. Then came Grant McCann, your great mate, uh, whom you yeah. remember from the playoff final about ten <laughs> minutes ago. And it all went. It all went well. Uh, it was all going fine, and then the end of Grant McCann. Uh, did he get a, offered another job elsewhere, or was he fired? No, Grant was fired. Unfortunately, again, we would we weren't we weren't that doing that badly in the league. We were up towards the playoffs. I would say that was Darrow probably wouldn't say, but that would be one of his biggest mistakes. Getting rid of Grant, who's you know obviously gone on and did well at Doncaster. Obviously, had a bad time at Hull last season, but. This season just gone. He's 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 won the league for them. And Grant's uh, again. He's a great coach. He still lives locally. He lives just up the road. His son's in the academy at Posh, doing very well. And played for um, he's played for Northern Ireland and Dre teams at the age of fifteen. Um, and and yeah, that was that was a, that was a big blow losing Grant for the, for a lot of the fans. Yes, exactly. This is the captain of a playoff winning team. So yeah, I, I know that there will always be a side of Peterborough that just doesn't like what the owners do at all. But through all of Dara's reign, he's very open. He is a direct line to the fans. I think Joel Glazer should take note. But at the same time, no one seems to say, Dara McAntony, get out of our club. No, no. There's, all, there's, there's always bound to be... There's, yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a very small minority who'd probably want rid of him, but that's a very small minority. You're going to get that with with every club. You're going to get that with every manager. You know, every manager. There's people who don't like a manager in every. But yeah, no. Grant Grant was um, a club legend, and it obviously took us to the took us 
in the playoffs and captain in the uh, JPT winning team. And yeah, it was it was a it was a sad day when when uh, Grant was relieved of his role, and we knew who was coming in then as well. So you, that made it think, even worse. What do you think attracted the brusque Barry Fry and the straight talking Darren McAntony to Steve Evans? I think as posh fans, we always knew that at one point Steve Evans would be our manager because he lives locally. He's purports to be a, a posh fan. Um, I think he's, he's always had a connection with the club. He, he's worked at non-league clubs ar- around this area before he went. Obviously, he was at yeah, he was Boston. At Boston far away, yeah. No, and he was at Stamford just before he went to Boston. So I think we always knew it was going to be um, at one time. Steve Evans was going to be our manager and uh, it wasn't, I would call it my worst year as a as a posh fan. Well, we know he's been to jail, but then so have lots yeah. of other good men. But completely the wrong appointment for what the Peterborough way is. Is it just that, um, was Ferguson at Doncaster then? Is that why they couldn't yes, get Ferguson? Yeah. yeah, the wrong man, it, it, the wrong man for, for, the, for the club. Um, just the way he, you know, we, we built we built a reputation as a family club, and you see his antics on the side of the pitch, which is just horrendous. It, you know, it, obviously the, the the stuff at Boston, you know, he served his time for that and and everything, and it was obviously not a, a horrible thing for Boston to go through, uh, but that that wasn't that didn't affect what I thought of um, of him. It was just the way he see him on the side of the pitch and the, the abuse and obviously the, he had that thing at, um, when he was Crawley manager there was a thing at Bradford where he, he, there was a massive fight after the game and um, he, he allegedly exposed himself as well in that so uh, but yeah it just for me and for a lot of lot of fans he just was never the right appointment for, for Peter United even though he was local and uh Again, he, he was sacked when we were in the in and around the playoffs, so you don't know whether whether we would have got up I, that season or not. Darrow, I don't think cares about league position as long as you're no. kind of second or first. He's happy. And Fergie three. I'm tempted to ask if Fergie three was any different from Fergie one, but this is a guy who is Peterborough's greatest ever manager, uh, who comes from well, he's got a lot of genetic code from one of the most yeah. successful managers there has ever been. There's a documentary that's coming out about his dad. Which, yeah, I uh, saw that advertised, actually. Yeah, yeah, it looks quite good. Yeah. Uh, did you ever see Alec in the um, stands watching his son's team? Yeah, he, he, um, he, he spent a lot of time watching the game. A lot of time when he came, we, we used to lose. So I think at one point... <laughs> got the point. Um, Darren had banned him from coming to watch. I think I remember that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did we used to that. see him. Yeah, we used to see him about. We never, never got to meet him or speak to him. Um, but yeah, he was um, he was often seen at games, home games, and then sometimes, obviously, at away games in the north as well. We'd see. I think we saw him at Fleetwood and a few others as well. So uh, he'd make the, the journey from wherever he lived around Manchester up to to watch his son play. But yeah, Darren Ferguson has. That's four promotions now with one club is probably unheard of, especially over three different periods as well. Absolutely. And his dad, say what you like about him, and there is a lot, never got promoted with Man U. No, that's right. (laughs) 
Um, it must be interesting that Barry Fry, who was a Busby babe, and Darren Ferguson, who was what's known as a Fergie fledgling, who came up just yeah. before uh, in the late 80s, um, they must be able to talk about United. Have you had lots of United players on loan over the years? Not really. We, we had a couple. One season we had um, Ryan Tunnicliffe, mm-hmm. who's now at Millwall, rings a bell. Um, and we had another guy called Petrucci, yeah. who never went on to David Petrucci. David he looked Petrucci. a very good player. Um, we thought we had ben, I- ben Amos on loan in goal one year, but no, not, it, we haven't really had. He, I don't think Darren really wanted to use that avenue to um, to get players. I think it kind of he wanted to be, obviously wanted to be his own man and not to be seen to using his his dad as a. As, as, as helping him out yeah. in that way. Obviously, I think there was there's a story that um, when Darren was Preston manager, he had a, had some players on loan from Manchester United, and then when Preston sacked, Fergie recalled called those players straight away. Apparently, so uh, which was interesting. <laughs> Indeed, a uh, couple of questions to go. One is about the best eleven, but I just want you to plug Free Kicks Foundation again before I forget. There is a website. Yeah, the website is uh, freekicksfoundation.org. We're active on Twitter at freekicks. Hopefully, fingers crossed, um, we can we can get back to work in um, in August and start giving some kids days out of football. We have we have been doing a little bit during the mm-hmm. during the lockdown where we've um, raised money and given it to community trusts and uh, associations at, at various clubs that we've worked with to give children um, to subsidise the soccer schools. So if there's children who, who maybe can't afford to go to the like the school half term and Christmas holiday soccer schools, we've, we've given some money to, uh, we've worked with Walsall and Burton Albion and Swindon and obviously Peterborough and uh, We've, we've donated some money there to, to give some children who might not be able to get to these soccer schools the chance to go. So, yes, we have done a little bit and we're starting looking at fundraising events again. We've booked, we just booked our golf day for September. So, fingers crossed, everything will be good in the world then and we can uh, start raising money and, and have another bike ride next year. We, we um, A couple of years ago, we did uh, when, when the stadium was called the ABAX Stadium, um, we did a ride called the Abax to Ajax, and oh, uh, we rode from we rode from Peterborough to to the Amsterdam Stadium, so which was good. Wow. And because Abax, Abax, the company had connections with Ajax too as well, so we had a couple of their their guys from Abax over in Holland join us on the ride, which was uh, that was a fun trip. Again, football is important, but everything else connected to football, the uh, I call it the hours outside the hour and a half of football that's even more yeah. important yeah yeah definitely so it remains to ask you two things does Barry Fry play golf I don't think he does now I think he I, I don't remember ever seeing him play golf he used to have the club golf days and I don't remember ever seeing his picture playing but he, oh. he may he may have done he may have done and but I guess with his with his hips now he, he might not he might not be able to play yes, on the he golf might, course yes. he won't be able to get the motion it would kind of dribble no no I always... I always ask, uh, and I'll ask you, Steve Thorpe, uh, who is the co-founder of the Free Kicks Foundation and posh fanatic, 
Uh, I always ask fans when I try and read the 92, as well as giving you the laminated football library card so you're able to come in and borrow Darren McAntony and Barry Fry's yeah. memoirs uh, and see, hopefully, Barry and Dara. I'll, I'll invite them uh, to the football library if it opens. But your best 11 yeah. from your lifetime or who, who you have seen. Uh, so you can pick a formation, pick your players. I'm sure you've done this many times before, so rattle them off. Yeah. Uh, so we'll go... Goalkeeper, I would say David Seaman, who was a goalkeeper back in the eighties. Even though through those horrible years, he was, you could tell that he was going to be a, a, a very good goalkeeper. Right back, right back Mark Little from the uh, promotion winning top teams, um, who's now at Bristol Rovers. Left back, the best left back I've probably seen is Adam Drury, who went on to have a great career at Norwich. Centre backs. Chris Turner, who we spoke about earlier, who was not only the manager and owner, but he was the captain of the the team that I saw win the league back in 1974. With him, I would say Ryan Bennett was always a class above. It was just a stylish, a stylish football, and obviously, like we said earlier, he's gone, he's gone on to have a great career playing in, uh, in the Premier League, and he's now at Swansea, hoping to get back in the Premier League. Tommy Robson on the wing. As the song goes, Tommy Tommy Robson on the wing. Uh, George Boyd, who's probably my favourite ever posh player. He was just a magician with the football. Yeah, he was. Just yeah. And again, he's he's gone another one who's gone on gone on to have a great great career playing at Burnley in the uh, Premier time. League, and he's now at, he's now at Salford. Oh yeah. Because uh, he, he came back to us last season. He did, yes. And uh, then. With the um, salary cap, I think we had to. I think we would probably would have kept him this season as a bit of experience and an extra option. But I think the salary cap killed that, and uh, we released him, and he, he ended up at, at Salford again. He's My- another one I'll keep in touch with because he's um, another ambassador at the charity. So he's, he'll send us shirts and he'll uh, he'll speak to us. And he's he, another another good that 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 team around that era was just. Not only were they good footballers, they were brilliant people as well. So, yeah, we kept in touch with a few of them. Um, centre midfield, I would go... I can't not put my mate Grant McCann in there because, again, another brilliant footballer and a wonderful effort, scored some beautiful goals and set up a lot of goals with his set pieces. Uh, the other one in midfield, who should I go for? The other one in midfield. Mickey Housel, who was not the not the best footballer, in the world, but would run through a brick wall for you. And he was the captain back in '92 when we won the won the playoffs and promotion the year before. Again, another fantastic player and a fantastic guy. He used to take us on a. We used to go and meet him on a Monday night. He did some fitness sessions with us when we were when we were young lads. And up front, it's got to be McLean and Macau Smith. Just the best partnership. I think that the lower leagues have ever seen, not just at posh, but in any. But that's what you like. You want to go and see super strikers scoring lots of goals. Watford have had Joao Pedro and Ismail Assar this season. Yeah. Uh, you've, this season, you've had Johnson Clark and Johnson Harris up front. I, I yeah, think... obviously we, we had we've had the three up front. This we've played almost like Clark Harris on his own with the, with Dembele and. Um, Sammy Smodix. Smodix, who comes across either, really either side well. of him. And, yeah. and they've, they've both got double figures in goals as well. Smodix scored 15. He was another one we signed for 
another million pound player that we signed from Bristol City. Who we'd had, we'd had him on loan last season before it all uh, shut down, and he'd made a big impression. And I think we went all out to get him. And well done, Dara. Well done, Barry. It paid off. Yeah, it paid off with with promotion. And Dembele is another a, a genius of a player with the ball at his feet. And uh, I think he'll go on to on to big things. Hopefully, we can persuade him to sign a new contract for the for the coming season, and he'll get another get a go at the championship with us. And that is the final question because I would love to see Peterborough, and I'm sure Dara would love to see Peterborough playing at those top stadia. There need to be three teams worse than you. Wickham have gone down uh, this yeah. season. Sheffield Wednesday, who are in a right old mess, have gone down as well. Do you yeah. reckon that? All things being equal, the likes of Birmingham and Coventry and Nottingham Forest will slip below, not Bristol City because they've got loads of money, will slip below Peterborough because you're going to have a tough old season with these two games a week. Uh, and you're going for, I don't know what Dara's target is, 18th, 15th? Yeah, I think the first first season is all about surviving and then you know the longer you stay in the championship, the more TV money money you get, the, the better players you can attract. So yeah, I think next season is all about surviving. But I think with Dara and with um, Randy and Jason, the two Canadian owners, we, we've got a bit more money behind us this time going up. If Tony gets sold by Brentford, we've got a big sell on there. Yep. I think if Brentford get promoted, we've got. A, We've got a bonus coming from that, so I think there's going to be. I think we're going to have a real good go at it this season, and you know, to try and. I think probably the aim is to finish mid-table. Yeah, it's going to be a tough season because because the caliber of clubs that we're playing that we're we're going to be playing against. But I think we've got the basis of a very good squad there, and with four or five additions, a bit of experience. I think we can we can have a, a good go at it. You know, it's, it's going to be the teams like like you say, Birmingham, Coventry, those sort of teams. Sheffield United, possibly. Get yeah, the results against the the you know the lower down teams, Luton's. You know, we'll get to get the good results against them, and then anything we get against the bigger clubs, it's going to be it's going to be a bonus. Yep. As long as you beat Hull. Yeah, yeah, Hull, and uh, then there's club whoever comes up in, out of the playoffs. But you know that's the sort of teams that we've got to finish above next season. Yep, uh, and hopefully there will be kids from the Free Kicks Foundation taking delightful days out there. Thank you yeah, to Phil Adland for setting this up. Phil is uh, the press officer at the club and a massive fan. And thank you to Darren McAntony, as always, for bringing joy to the likes of Steve Thorpe. I wish I could remember off the top of my head what the podcast is called. All I've got is No Passion, No Point, which is Eddie Hearn, who is like a, an Essex uh, version of Dara. Dara's is called Hard, Hard Truth. Hard Truth, correct. Podcast. Uh, I haven't listened yet to the celebratory podcast. I did message Philip and say, uh, is he going to have some champagne tonight? Uh, and Philip <laughs> said, nope, he never stops. He'll be thinking about next season. Yeah, yeah. So listening to this week's podcast, you know, he said that he's, he's obviously flew back to the States and uh, he's been working and working on contracts and working on lists of players. And he's, he's, he's our biggest scout. I think he, he watches, he knows his football. He watches a lot of football. He knows, you know, he could probably name every player in 
every squad in League One and League Two because he he does his research and he does his data and uh, yeah he's a he's a big asset on 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 that and he's a big attraction like we, like we were saying earlier he's a big attraction to to Peterborough United and getting players in who we can promise that they'll have a good career if they come here and earn the money if they want to leave here. Apparently there is a follow-up book to From Hobby to Obsession. We'll know about that, I'm sure, because he is a wonderful publicist and immense, I think. He is a a very, very decent human being. He's obviously doing great things at Peterborough and also for English football as a whole. Um, So congratulations to the fans for not turning on him in any way. And Darren Ferguson will be back in the second tier. Who knows what 11 you'll line up with in August, but I hope... It is a wonderful season for you, Steve Thorpe. Thank you very much. Thank you for coming by to the Football Library. Yes, thank you.